Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that he will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. God is so good. Thank you for worshiping the Lord. And he deserves our praise and he deserves our worship. And just want to say thank you so much for tuning in online for our services today. Just looking forward to what God is going to do over these next few minutes. And uh, we hope that your heart is prepared to receive the word. And uh, we know God is going to move in a powerful way. I want to give you the title to my message this morning. It's called Praising God in a Pandemic World. Praising God in a Pandemic World. I want to start by asking you this question this morning. How good are you at fixing things? How good are you at fixing things that break around the house? I, I know for me, I struggle being able to fix things. Normally, I'm the one who breaks those things. I remember one time I was leaving to go on a trip to New York City for several days, and, and right before leaving for my trip, I, I put a pair of my tennis shoes in the dryer, trying to speed up the process of drying them so I could finish packing and getting ready uh, to leave for my trip. And while I put the shoes in the dryer, I went on to pack my suitcase, I began to smell something burning in the house. So I went to the laundry room to follow that smell, and I opened up the dryer, and uh, to my amazement, one of my shoes had disappeared. So I looked inside the dryer and uh, peeked up to the very top, and somehow, some way, uh, one of my shoes had wedged in between the side of the wall and the spindle, putting the dryer in a bind. Well, this bind uh, caused the dryer, uh, one of the belts, to burn up, and uh, it ended up breaking the dryer, couldn't use it. So I had some major problems on my hand, major problems, especially since I'm not one to be able to fix things. So what, do I, what did I do? I, I called the repairman. I called the repairman. I said, Mr. Repairman, I got an emergency. It was a 911 call for my dryer. I had a lot of problems. One, I couldn't fix it. The other one was I was getting ready to go out of town, and there was no way I was going to leave my wife home for a whole week without the dryer, especially since I broke it. So this man shows up at my house and, and he fixes my dryer. I, I told him to, uh, if he could come right away. I said, I got major problems. I'm leaving. My wife's on the way home in just a little bit and, and my dryer ate my shoe. And so I need you to hurry up and come. So he did. He came to my rescue. He saved my dryer and he saved my life. Praise the Lord. So the question is this morning, what do you do? What do you do when things stop working in your life? What do you do when uh, you get stuck with big problems? What do you do when things fall apart in your life? What do you do when your world is flipped upside down by a crisis? Our world today that we live in, we're in a crisis today because of the coronavirus pandemic this pandemic has caused a health crisis, it's caused an economic crisis, but even before the coronavirus showed up, 
we already face many crises in our land. We were facing uh, and continue to face a drug crisis. We face a political crisis. We face family crisis. And the list could go on. You could fill in the blank this morning of maybe the crisis that you're going through in your life. So what do you do? What do you do when you're blindsided by a crisis and there seems to be no answer on how to fix what is broken? Well, I want to encourage you today from the Word of God on what we can do when things break in our life. And so I want you to turn in your Bibles to Second Chronicles chapter 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20. King Jehoshaphat, he was in charge during this time. And he was facing a major threat in his life. He was going through a personal crisis, and he was going through a national crisis, just like we find ourselves in today. So I want to just pick up reading here in Second Chronicles chapter 20. I'm not going to be able to read the whole chapter, but you can go back later and read it for yourself. But in, starting with verse 1, it says, that the armies of the Moabites, the Ammonites, and some of the Mennonites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army from Edom is marching out against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Hazion Tamar, and that's another word for Engedi. Jehoshaphat was terrified by the news, and he, he begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah, they came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord and listened to his prayer. He prayed a powerful prayer. He prayed, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven you are the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. Oh, our God, did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, whenever we're faced with calamity, such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you because you'll save us and you will hear us and you will rescue us. And now see what the armies of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir are doing. You would not let our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt. So they went around them and they did not destroy them. Now see they how they reward us, for they have come to throw us out of your land, which you gave us as an inheritance. Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless. Uh, Jehoshaphat prayed. He says, we're powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. And listen to these uh, ending words to his prayer. He says, we don't know what to do. We do not know what to do, but we're looking to you for help. That's why I titled this message, Praising God in a Pandemic World. Praising God in a Pandemic World. We see here that King Jehoshaphat and, and the nation there are facing a big threat from, uh, by several enemies. If you read along and look in verse 2, 
these messengers, they came and they warned King Jehoshaphat. They warned him that there's a vast army that is marching out and they're coming against you. And it's just not one army coming against you. It's several armies and they have surrounded you. They have surrounded you. And these messengers gave uh, this news to the king and they said, in every direction we look, all we see is a threat. In, in every direction that we look, all we see is a crisis. In every direction we look, all we see is a problem. And that may be uh, true of your life today. Maybe every direction you look right now, and that's all you see is all you see is a crisis. All you see is a problem. All you see is a threat around you. And that can be overwhelming in our life for all of us, no matter who you are. Even for this king here in verse 3, we read that when he received this news, it says King Jehoshaphat, he was afraid. He was afraid. He, he was fearful when he received this news. The Bible says, some translation says, he was terrified. He was terrified at what he was hearing. And he was overcome by fear because his world was flipped upside down and he had major problems all around him. So what were King Jehoshaphat and what were the people, what were they going to do? What were they going to do in the middle of this national crisis? Well, verse 3, if we keep reading, it says King Jehoshaphat started seeking the Lord. He started seeking the Lord for guidance. His problem that he had uh, led him to seek the Lord. His problem led him to Almighty God for the answer. Hallelujah. And friend, that's, that's what we need to do when we're going through a problem and we're surrounded by crisis. We need to seek the Lord. We need to seek the Lord. What a lesson for all of us during this national crisis that we're in. And instead of looking uh, to the White House for answers, instead of looking to our government for answers, instead of looking uh, to the health experts to, for answers and to solve our problems, uh, let us start looking to God. Let us start looking to God with our problems. Uh, I want to just tell you today that Almighty God, He is the answer to every problem in your life. He is the solution for everything that we're going through in our nation today and all across this world. May we seek Him. May we seek Him in whatever crisis that we may be going through in our life. Whether it's a personal crisis or a national crisis or a global crisis, it doesn't matter. We need to make sure that we're seeking the Lord. In 2 Chronicles 7, 14, it says, If my people who were called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and what does it say? Seek my face. Seek my face. And it says, uh, And turn from their wicked ways, and I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin and heal their land. We need to make sure that in this time of crisis that we're seeking the Lord. We're seeking the Lord uh, and for our answer and we know that he is the only uh, one that can change and turn uh, this whole crisis around and bring glory to him. King Jehoshaphat, he called everyone in Judah. He called them to start seeking God. He wanted them to start seeking God through prayer and fasting. And he led them in that powerful prayer I read to you earlier. And I want you to notice that in this prayer, King Jehoshaphat, he started off... Uh, he started off praising God. And at the very end of the prayer, he declared to God, he says, 
We don't know what to do, but we're looking to you for help. He was very humble and he was very transparent, giving God all the glory, but also acknowledging that they had no solution and they were looking to God for help. And I just wonder, for you watching online this morning, have, have you ever been there before when, you, when you're not sure what to do? You're not sure what to do. You're not sure what to do uh, for your family. You're not sure what to do for that one that's struggling with addiction. You're you're not sure what to do with that one that's dealing with sickness. You're not sure what to do with that one that's dealing with depression. You're just not sure what to do with those problems and those crises in your life. And I know we can all say that we've been there. We're just not sure what to do, but we can be encouraged and know that when we get to that place, when when there's no answer... uh, in our own minds and when we've exhausted all of our wisdom we know that we can look to God and he will help us he will help us what a lesson it is for us that when we don't know what to do we can look to Jesus we can look to Jesus and he'll help us it reminds me of what the psalmist said in Psalm 121 he says I lift my eyes unto the hills Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Friend, he says, I look, I I seek the Lord. And when I look to him and when I seek him, my help comes from him. And I want you to be encouraged uh, this morning that if you'll just look to Jesus and you'll seek after him, uh, God will help you. He'll help you. Even when you don't know what you're going to do, God will help you. He will guide you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping us, Lord. I know you're thankful this morning that God, he helps us. He helps us when we're going through those times when we don't know what to do. In the middle of this national crisis, everyone started seeking God and they started praising God. And and that's been my prayer. I pray that, that we in this nation, all of us, God's people, everyone in this nation, that we would begin to to seek God as we go through this pandemic, that we would seek after God and that we would not only seek after him, but we would praise God. We would praise God even in this pandemic. I pray that for our nation. uh, And I know that you're praying the same thing. King Jehoshaphat's prayer, his prayer was filled with praise. I love his prayer. Uh, He was declaring in that prayer that God is full of glory and God is full of power. And friend, I can assure you today that God, he's going to be glorified in everything that we're going through. And I can assure you today that God is all powerful and he's working. King Jehoshaphat, he started praising God. He started praising God in this prayer. And he was declaring that God is bigger than any enemy that I might ever face. He was praising God because he knew that God was greater than any problem that he would ever encounter. He was praising God because he knew that God was greater than any threat that would ever come against him. And friend, listen to me this morning, please. Listen to me. We can praise. We can praise God because he's bigger than this pandemic. We can praise God that he's bigger than this coronavirus. We can praise God that he's bigger than this economic crisis. We can praise God that he's bigger than any challenge or dilemma that we will ever face in our life. God is greater. God is more powerful. And God will work it all out for his glory. 
You can praise him today that God is bigger than anything that you will ever go through in your life. Can you just stop right there and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're bigger than any mess that I'm ever going to go through. You're bigger than any crisis that I'm ever going to have to go through. You're bigger than uh, any challenge that I'm going through right now in my life. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I praise you today in this pandemic world that you're greater than anything that I'm going through. I want you to notice something here in this passage of scriptures that really the Lord just began to uh, encourage me with. Notice that when King Jehoshaphat started praising God, when he started praising God, it moved his focus from the problem to the Lord. When he began to praise the Lord, it moved his focus from the problem to the Lord. When King Jehoshaphat focused on praising God instead of focusing on the problem, that's when God showed up. Hallelujah. Friend, that's a lesson for us right now in whatever we're going through. If we will focus on God and focus on praising God instead of focused on the problem, we can begin to see God move in our situations. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. He shows up. When we begin to praise him, he shows up. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful for that today? When you begin to just praise him and thank him for who he is and thank him that he's greater than anything you're going through, that's when he shows up. It says again that God inhabits the praises of his people. And God showed up. Oh my, did God ever show up? He showed up by giving them a powerful word. God told the people through a prophet. He says, don't be afraid and don't be discouraged by this enemy who surrounds you. Here's what God said. God says, the battle was not yours. The battle was mine. God told the people, here's what I want you to do. I want you just to stand still and watch me bring the victory. Hallelujah. Listen to what the Lord went on to say. He says, don't be afraid and don't be discouraged because I'm with you. I am with you. Praise God. Praise God today that he's fighting our battles. Praise God today that he's won the victory. Praise God today that he's always with us, no matter if we're on the mountains or down in the valleys. God is always right there with us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When God spoke that word to them, some of the people, the Bible says, King Jehoshaphat and, and the people there, it says that they began to bow down. They bowed down and they, they put their faces to the ground and they began to praise God. I mean, this is a praise service like you've never been a part of. I mean, they're still praising the Lord and their faces are down praising. And then some of the Levites are standing and they're shouting praises to God. This was a powerful worship service and it just kept going and kept going. I mean, they just, they were praising machines they just kept praising and praising the lord even in the midst of their crisis the bible tells us that the very next day that god's people started marching out into the wilderness and as they as they marched uh king jehoshaphat he took the praise team and put them out in front of the army i know they probably really were grateful for that but they were out there in front of the army and they were singing praises to the Lord. They were giving thanks to the Lord. And 
They were praising God. And this is how it hit me. They were praising God even before the enemy was destroyed. They were praising God even before the victory came. They were praising God even before the problem was solved. They were praising God in faith. And friends, sometimes we have to get to that place where we can just lift our hands up and we can have a heart of praise even when we, uh, even when the, uh, the victory's not come yet, even when the problem's still out there, even while we're still going through the crisis, we have to still praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you say praise the Lord? Uh, right there where you are, praise the Lord. They were praising God. They were praising God even before the enemy was destroyed, and they were praising God uh, even before the problem was solved. And that's what we have to do. We have to praise in advance sometimes, knowing that God is faithful and God's going to make a way for us. And listen, this is what happened. You keep reading this story here, and while they were praising God, listen, while they were praising God, while they were getting cranked up and praising God, God's working on the other side, and the enemy that had surrounded them ended up fighting themselves, and they destroyed each other. They destroyed themselves because God's people started off praising the Lord. They praised their way to victory. They praised their way to deliverance. They praised their way to a blessing. And friends, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta praise your way through. Hallelujah. And praise is what made the difference in this crisis. And praise can make the difference in your crisis. Praise can make the difference in your crisis. I'm not going to minimize what people are going through because I know a lot of people that are going through some challenging times. A lot of people are suffering right now. But I do want to say to you, no matter where you are, just begin to praise the Lord. Just begin to praise Him. Praise Him for who He is and what He's done in your life. And God's going to begin to show up and He's going to, he's going to work in your situation. I, I know He will. He did it then and He'll do it now. Praise the Lord. God heard their praise and God showed up and God showed off. They praised God and he moved in a powerful way. And I wonder how many of you watching this morning, you need God to move in your life in a powerful way. Maybe there's a prayer request that you have. You could just make a comment right there. But I know, I know people need God. I know people need God to move in their life in a powerful way. And here's the key. Here's the key for God to move is for you to start praising the Lord. You can start today uh, just praising the Lord. Just like these people did here in this story in 2 Chronicles. They, they got their praise on and God brought the victory. They got their praise on and God helped them. They got their praise on and God protected them. They got their praise on and God delivered them. They got their praise on and God provided for them. It's time. Listen, if there's ever been a time, it's time now for God's people to get our praise on so he can move in a powerful way even in the midst of this crisis and pandemic. God is faithful. God did it then and God can do it now I remind you again he is faithful you see something supernatural happens when we get our praise on something supernatural happens when we get our praise on God moves when we switch that praise on God begins to move you look back in the book of Joshua 
when Joshua and God's people, uh, they got their praise on as they walked around and marched around the walls of Jericho and the walls came down. And friend, that just tells me that walls will come down when we praise God. Maybe you got some walls in your life today that need to come down. I just encourage you, start praising the Lord. Start praising the Lord. Look at the life of Paul and Silas in the book of Acts. They were chained up in prison. They started praising God and the prison started shaking. And prison doors opened, chains came off, souls were saved. All because uh, they started praising God in the middle of their crisis. And maybe you need a door to open for you. Maybe you need some chains to come off of somebody. Maybe there's somebody that needs to be saved in your family. Friend, I just want to encourage you to start praising God and God will begin to move in a powerful way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that when we praise you, you begin to move in supernatural ways. Hallelujah. When is the last time you started praising God in the middle of your crisis? When's the last time you started praising God in the middle of your crisis? You see, it's easy to praise God when everything's going great. It's easy to praise God when, when the birds are singing and the, uh, and the sun is shining. It's easy when everything's going good to praise the Lord. Here's the challenge. The challenge is praising God when troubles come in your life. The challenge is praising God when, when trials come in your life. The challenge comes uh, when the lights go out in your life. And friend, there's a lot of people and the light has gone out in their life. They're, they're, they're going through some tragedy. They're going through some troubles. It's, it's a real challenge. And it's hard to praise the Lord when you're going through those times. But listen to me. No, no matter what happens to us, listen, no matter what happens to us in our life, God is still worthy of our praise. God is still worthy of our praise. We can praise God for who he is. Hallelujah. Even in the midst of troubles and trials and tragedy, even in the middle of a pandemic, we can still praise God because he's worthy for who he is. We can praise God that he's alive. We can praise God that he's working. We can praise God that he's able to do things we can never even imagine. We can praise God that he's a miracle worker. We can praise God that he's in control no matter what it looks like going on around us. We can praise God for his mighty acts of power. We can praise God for his greatness. We can praise the Lord most of all for salvation that comes through his son, Jesus Christ. We can praise God for the deliverance from our enemies. We can praise the Lord for answered prayer. And we can praise the Lord for his goodness. Hallelujah. I know you got something that you can praise the Lord for today. You can just put it right there, type it in there in the comments. I praise the Lord for, and just let the, let, let the social media people know. Let, let our online family know why you're praising the Lord today. I praise the Lord. I praise the Lord for his grace, for his saving grace and his keeping grace. I, I praise the Lord that he kept me through another day. Aren't you thankful that God kept you through another day? That's the reason we praise the Lord. You can praise the Lord that you're, that you're still here and, and that you're in your right mind. You can praise the Lord that you're not who you used to be. You can praise the Lord that you have your, your health. You can praise the Lord that you still have a job. You can praise the Lord that Jesus loves you. Listen, the Bible says that everything that has breath, let it praise the Lord, friend. If you have breath in your body today, you should be praising the Lord. God, we thank you today. We give you glory today for who you are. 
are because you, Jesus, Jesus, you deserve, you deserve our praise even in the middle of this pandemic. Listen to me. You're going to be tempted at times. I know I have been, and I'm sure all of you can relate to. There's going to be times when you're tempted to have a pity party. You're going to get the cake, and you're going to get the ice cream, and you're going to get the balloons, and you're going to have a pity party, but nobody don't want to come to that party. Nobody wants to be a part of that. Listen, when, when you feel that temptation coming on for you to have a pity party, you need, to, you need to get your praise on. You need to switch to praise on. When you're tempted to pout, you need to switch to praise on. Hallelujah. Get your praise on instead of pouting. Because, listen... Sometimes you just have to praise your way out of a problem. Instead of complaining and becoming negative and being bitter about it, you got to just focus on the Lord and you got to praise your way out of your problem. I want to leave you with this and then I'm going to have some prayer time with you. When we start praising God, there's some things that happen. You can take these notes down if you want to and maybe they'll help you. When we start praising God, our mindset will change. When we start focusing on God, our mindset will change. We now set our eyes and we set our mind on heavenly things. We set our, th- we set our mind on God. And when we focus on Him, we lose sight of the problem. And that's when God shows up. So when we praise God, our mindset will change. Our mindset will change. And I pray today that you'll just focus on the Lord so your mindset will change. Not only will your mindset change, but your mood will change. You start praising the Lord and your mood will change. I promise you that when you start lifting up the name of the Lord, uh, you can go from being discouraged and being depressed to somebody that you can just feel peace come in. You can feel joy come in. You can feel hope come in. But that happens. Your mood will change when you start praising the Lord. Hallelujah. And not only will your mood change, but your motivation will change. When you begin to praise the Lord, friend, you can go from a place of being so low and feeling like you want to just give up and you want to quit. But when you just begin to lift up the name of Jesus and begin to praise Him for what He's done and for who He is, uh, God will give you that perseverance and you can keep going. You can keep going. So let me ask you right now. What problems are you facing? What is your crisis? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're going to see him move. But here's what I want to ask you. Will you look to the Lord when you don't know what to do? Will you praise your way out of this crisis that you're in? Friend, listen to me. Are you going to, are you going to seek after the Lord And are you going to praise him even in the midst of this crisis? You can praise him in a pandemic world because he deserves our worship and he deserves our praise. And you can praise him because you can trust him. You can praise him because he's working. You can praise him because he's fighting our battles. And you can praise him that he's with us. So right there where you are, I want to have an altar call with you. I want to have an altar call with you. If you'll just bow your head right there where you are. And let's pray that God will help us to praise our way out of this pandemic. Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Father God, I thank you. I thank you, almighty God, for who you are. God, I thank you for your uh, 
supernatural power. I thank you for your greatness. I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. God, we thank you that you're in control. We thank you that we can trust you. We thank you that you're always with us. God, we praise you, God, that you're fighting our battles. Hallelujah. And Father, I just pray right now, Lord, for those that are watching online that are, that are in a personal crisis, those that are uh, going through challenging times, I pray right now, Lord, that they would just begin to uh, have a fresh praise in their heart to rise up. I pray, God, that d- despite what they may be going through, no matter what it is, God, that they would just begin to lift their hands and praise you. Praise you. Come on, friend. Right there where you are, just praise him. Praise him and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know sometimes it's a sacrifice of praise, but if you'll just praise him, we know that from the word that he'll begin to move. He'll show up. He inhabits the praises of his people. He'll show up and he'll begin to show off and he'll begin to do a work in that situation and in your life. Right there where you are, just praise him. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We lift up your name. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We praise you for the cross. We praise you for the empty tomb. We praise you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. We praise you for your power. Hallelujah. God, we thank you today. We can never say thank you enough. We praise you for your provision. We praise you for your protection, oh God. We praise you, Lord, for your presence. Hallelujah. We praise you for your presence. And Lord, we just feel your presence right now. We sense your presence right now in our life. And God, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to walk around, uh, Lord, having a pity party. I'm not going to walk around pouting. God, I'm going to walk around praising you. I'm going to keep praising you, Lord, knowing, God, that you're with me. Knowing, God, that this battle is not mine, it's yours. Knowing, Lord, that you're going to bring the victory. Hallelujah. And I just thank you right now in faith. I thank you in faith. I praise you in faith for what you're doing and what you're going to do. And we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you so much. I, I, I trust that God, by his Holy Spirit, has just planted something in your heart that will inspire you and encourage you to praise him no matter what you're going through in your life. And like I mentioned earlier, the greatest reason you can praise him is for what he did for you on the cross at Calvary through his son, Jesus Christ. He gave, he gave his one and only son to die for us so our sins could be forgiven and we could have everlasting life in heaven, but we could also have an abundant life here on this earth. And friend, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I pray that right there where you are, you would just repent of your sin, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and the Bible says you too shall be saved. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Listen, turn to Christ right now and give him your life. He loves you. He died on the cross for you. He was raised from the dead for you. And he's prepared a place in heaven for you. But all that hinges on you making the decision to place your faith in him. And I pray that right there where you are, you'll call on Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Just say, Lord, I admit to you I'm a sinner. I thank you for what you did for me on the cross. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me and wash me. 
And Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your resurrecting power. And I know, God, that you have victory over death, hell, and the grave. And because you live, I can live forever. And so right now, I place my faith in you. My trust is in you. I repent and turn from sin. And today, I turn to you, Jesus Christ, to be my Lord and to be my Savior. In Jesus' name.